Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. What up, bitch talkers? It's your favorite bitches. We're 603 years old, episodes old right now, <laughs> coming to you live from Zoom. And uh, man, it's it's been a minute. Things have been happening <laughs> since our actual basic it's been a minute, well, but it also hasn't. We saw each other like two weeks ago. It feels like five years but ago. But it feels like a lot has happened. Like, like so, many <laughs> so many stories. So many stories have come up since that, those, you know, those minutes that we were together. Those two weeks. Yeah. And um, I, I just think that Ange needs to start. Well, or do we talk about uh, the 600th? I don't even know where to start, you guys. There's just a lot. We, we can do a little... Uh, residual 600 like uh, because it took me some days to recover from that trip and yeah. i know that aaron almost slept through our interview that we had the next day <laughs> maybe you didn't but shara and i were like no i couldn't she? i got on the wrong fucking zoom link mm-hmm. i got on this because yeah, you're tired because just... you had to drive me to goddamn airport at 5 a.m after drinking till two or three or whatever, oh whatever God, time that I was for- I forgot that we had that we an had interview stuff going the on. next day. Yeah. After our 24 hour whirlwind extravaganza. Yeah. But, but it was a success. And I, I will say that I've gotten some feedback and people are loving the episode. Shar, you did a great job. Char, with the music. I don't have listened, an award. I don't have an award, but you deserve it. I if our listeners songs. have not heard our 600th yet. Yeah. So Aaron already kind of teased it and was like, Shar, you deserve an award for that open. And I was like, what the fuck did she do? I loved that. Open. And then my sister was just like the music in the yep. 600th. Oh, my God. You Eddie Murphy and blah, yep. blah. And then I got a, a, another response from another, uh, oh, you know, listener, listener that loved the episode. And it's just, yeah, it feels good. And so I started listening to it. I'm not done yet, but cause I was kind of, Oh, I didn't want to listen to it for a minute. I was like, yeah. I can't listen to this. Cause I feel like we we're totally cracked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, I- and you even told me you were worried that those interviews and I was the one that was all confident. I'm like, what do you mean? Our interviews were really good. What do you mean? They were so. And then when it comes down to listening to it, I was like, mm, maybe I was drunk and obnoxious. I was holding a bottle of whiskey the whole time and just chugging like I could have been just the biggest idiot ever. So no, they were fun. I, I Well, uh, I didn't have the luxury to delete to delete to delay the listening of them because and I had to listen to all of them like uh, two or three times over because I had to get the I had to match all the audio because we were recording at different times. Right. And, and so I got to so I listened to everything and I was like having fun listening to all of them. And I'm like, oh, this is this is just a fun episode. And then uh, when I in, you know, I implemented all the little elements like I made the inch that little teaser intro <laughs> and then I, I found the right music and then I found the right uh, transitions and all of that stuff. I was like, 
I go, oh, this is gonna sound good. I think this is gonna sound good. And then when I actually listened to it on a drive from Fairfield to Sacramento one morning, I was like, dude, this is fun. This is us. <laughs> this is all. I was like, and like the last, uh, my favorite is is actually the end is our recap because it's just oh. us being like, oh my I god, I haven't gotten to that. I haven't either. either. I haven't either. Okay. I still haven't finished it. Okay. I just finished David and I started Rafa, who was like, oh, yeah, I've been listening to your episode. Uh, I stopped it because I was oh, like, yeah. no, I don't want to know how obnoxious I get after that or like embarrassed or whatever happens. That and, was the no, my, best. My, my, and even my sister was like, he listened to you. I'm like, yeah, and I'll never forget that. No, just- <laughs> no when you when you when Andrew was like, I would never think in a million years that that you would be listening and he's like i know it can i can tell <laughs> because of what we were saying oh, yeah God. he's like yeah and so my sister is like so he knows that we brought like pastrami sandwiches and a cart <laughs> with blankets and we were just like and i'm like yeah he just knows all of that now <laughs> i love it mm-hmm. it it makes us fucking endearing whatever we're real people what do you want <laughs> we don't know and David inviting us to his pool is recorded. And that's all I need to know. Because and sh- just go, dude. You need I therapy. I really want to. You need therapy. Yeah. Anyways, it was Emotion. just, if you haven't listened to it, please do. Yes, we have David Diggs on. Yes, we have Rafael Cazal. We also have writer Alana Brown, who wrote uh, for the show and specifically episode number five for uh, Blind Spotting on Stars. Margot Hall. I mean, yeah she was a badass and then just thanks again to everyone at alamar kitchen and bar chef nelson i'll see you soon that food was good um yeah i like that peel and eat shrimp Mm -hmm. and the garlic noodles and did we do a recap about um after we were done recording how we got to see a little show like a a beat of no yes it was the beatles yeah so char had to leave she's turning into a pumpkin and also she had a long ass drive back and then all of a sudden, like everyone, we're at the Chabot Space and Science Center and um, which I found out they're actually not open yet. Um, they're oh, doing private event so stuff. Lucky. I know we're so lucky. So people started like doing going on a tour and Angie and I are like, we want to go on a tour. I feel like we were ready to go home. We're like, well, I we guess were we'll go home. And then so they started touring. We're like, just kidding. Yeah, we're just going to invite ourselves on the tour with mm-hmm. everyone else that was still left. So go ahead, Angie. Yeah. So we start on this tour and we're, you know, this woman is describing this and this and this and this. And and Aaron and I are working side by side. And I said something to her, just commenting on, on something that was that was there. And David replies, he's standing right next to me. And I turn and I was like, freaked me out. And he was walking with his mom right next to us. So and we cute. had no clue. The only reason we knew is because I'd said something to Aaron and he responded to it. And I looked and I was like, oh, hello my swimming yeah. swimming buddy um but anyway yeah. so that was really cute and it, uh, you know i'm gonna stop freaking out about him because he's just a normal human but it's just it just freaks me out that he's so sweet and just normal right and it shouldn't but it does anyway well, we just didn't know he was literally right there. <laughs> it was like oh yeah and he like he was right there and, and then i was like stop talking to me i just want to like feel free to be me <laughs> <laughs> And not have to like filter because I'm scared, like not scared, Why? but I'm not Whatever. scared, but you know, it's just scared. Like, no, it's stupid. I know it's yeah. really stupid. get over it. I am over, over it. it. And real. then and then so we get in there 
And it is this Beatles themed like star show under the dome of the Chabot Science Center. And I'm just sitting there like, what is happening? How is this even our lives right now? It's so special. It was really fun. And we had some fun folks sitting in front of us. And I feel like we were all like singing out loud and stuff. And really just enjoying the moment. Yeah. And just really present, you know, it's not like staring at our phones while shit's happening or whatever. And then we came home and I got to give a shout out to Aaron's fiance, Jeff from Storied San Francisco, the podcast. And he had Cacio Pepe just like waiting for our our drunk asses uh, when we arrived past midnight. And I fucking inhaled that pasta. And it probably is the reason why I made my flight and I wasn't sick. (laughs) Yes, because I drank that flask of whiskey to my face. I know you did. On top of, you know, everything else that we did. And yeah, (laughs) Jeff, Jeff with his Cacio Pepe at the end of the night, saved the day, saved it. So he's a keeper. I approve. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So that was that night. Somehow got you to the airport. I don't know how. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> One eye open. Uh, so anyways, how was your surgery, Ange? Because that's why you had to jet the next day, like first thing in the morning, because you had a pre-op appointment. Yeah, I did. Thank you for asking. It went well. Uh, I, I was really worried about all this, to be honest. Why? The, um, the flight or the appointment? Or no, no, no. Just surgery. Because I'm old. Uh, no, just, you know, life is weird now and anything could happen at any time. And then of course I had worst case scenario thoughts the whole time. And that I was going to die. Yeah. Cause that's, that's how everything would have gone out with a bang though. Six. Yeah, I know you would have enjoyed your life. Yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> but then also I'm like, why is she only, I don't understand why she's only in surgery. Like, and they're only scraping it out. And like, she has to leave in 45 minutes after her surgery. It weird, that sounds yeah. like a. This doesn't sound like a real doctor. sounds janky, although it was very uh, nice. It was uh, okay. way nicer than the hospital. I got my first surgery. Oh, at, OK. All right. In, uh, Chinatown, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. No hate. But when I went to get my blood taken, I was like, can you change the towel? There was already blood on the towel on the armrest. And they were like, oh, yeah, OK, we'll change it. Anyway, that was my first surgery in 2006. But no, uh, I, I was a little worried, too, because they said the surgery was going to take an hour and then I would have 45 minutes to recover and then I'm out. And they put you under and everything. Right. And, it was, and um, my first surgery was an ACL replacement. And I spent the night and I still was not ready to leave the next day. I, I, I like fainted from the pain when I was in the wheelchair 24 hours later. So I was really nervous about that. But everybody seemed to think that I was going to be fine. And, um, you know, everybody I talked to like, yeah, don't because I even that morning I was like, so 45 minutes is all like, will I even be awake or whatever, you know, and everybody was kind of reassuring me. And it was really funny. And I think this is quarantine based. But when I got there, you know, they sit me in this like, you know, the the gurney, I guess, or whatever, the bed and they have a heated blanket. And I guess that's for, um, you know, when they put the IV, it goes in easier, like everything, you know, when the blood is flowing. I fell asleep and the I, mean, I would too for my surgery. And the nurse is like, if you're already falling asleep, this is a good sign. You're going to be fine. I was like, oh, OK, because it's so comfortable. She's like, no, one, no one falls asleep right before their surgery. Like in this like, you know, um, uh, what's the right word? You know, it's not a comforting space. It's like a, a fluorescent lighting and white walls. And, you know, but I was just like lulled to sleep with that heated blanket. So anyway, the people that I was talking to were really fucking cool. The nurses were awesome. And then um, when they woke me up and, and, and I, I was to leave, 
I had my uh, cane, which I've been using. Yeah. I thought they were going to give me crutches. And so I woke up out of the bed and she was like, your sister's here. We're going to take you now. And I was like, okay. And she's like, and you know, the doctor said you can use full weight on your leg. And I was oh, like, shit, what you, and she's <laughs> like, so that cane is fine. And I was like, Oh, uh, I don't think so. So anyway, um, I, I managed to get in the car, but we had the wheelchair from my mom because my mom has a wheelchair. So been using that wheelchair, but anyway, the first day is horrible as, as usual, right? Like, and it's really funny because um, with the Viking and they say it's four to six hours, literally I, I, I um, the, my last Viking was given at 9am and at 1pm, I like, I came home, I fell asleep. And at 1pm, I woke up excruciating pain, like four hours on the dot. It's oh, so wow. weird, right? Yeah. How, how that stuff is just really yep. like they, they timed know, well. Uh, yeah. I woke yeah. up and I was like, what was I Vicodin? <laughs> <laughs> but I only took Vicodin for that first day. I took it in the afternoon. I took it at night. And then, and then um, the next morning I was like, oh, I'm just going to have edibles or whatever. Right. And I woke up and I was like, nope, I'm going to take Vicodin again. Oh, yeah. But that was it. I took okay. six, two pills, three times. And that was it. And I've just been on my um, uh, edibles, my like cannabis, um, like a, uh, tinctures you okay. know dropper yeah yeah and um gummies and cbd um cbd balm oh that i've been rubbing uh-huh <laughs> on different parts i bet depending on my no, needs i mean come on. <laughs> anyways come on come on now come on well that's it yeah and so um so i and that was my biggest that was my biggest concern it wasn't necessarily the pain but it was like i didn't want to have to be reliant on vicodin because that shit's not good it's not yeah good. right you feel like you're on some synthetic shit and you don't crap and you don't you know it's oh. not good yeah oh, you weren't you weren't having your 7 a.m craps no i think maybe you should take some vicodin because you crap a little too much in my opinion nah, i'm good but <laughs> i'm actually on a real interesting schedule without coffee so I'm good right now. Um, is it because of your last illness and you have to change your diet? Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. I told you. Why don't my- you do matcha? Have you ever tried? Matcha? I'm doing my chai tea, girl. My- oh, I told that's you. why you're obsessed with the chai. Yeah, well, I have obs- a good one for you. OK. OK. Yeah. Anyways, uh, when I worked for in real estate for that. Yeah. Second, yeah. I've had the best chai of my life. So. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh, Thanks. matcha tea is really good too. That's like I had a matcha Argentina. Everybody does matcha in Argentina. I did green tea matcha yesterday. Mm-hmm. This, okay. This is enough of tea talk. So okay. you're me. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. If we just put you to sleep for two seconds. Sorry about that. Yeah. So, uh, 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 yeah, so it's, it's, it was, it's not that bad really. Um, by the third day, which is really funny when the doctor, when I was in my pre-op appointment, the doctor was like, yeah, you know, by the third day you can do this, 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 and this. And I was like, oh, cool. That means that we can go to brunch and, and have bottomless mimosas on Sunday. Cause that would be three days later. Oh my so, God. uh, my surgery was on a Thursday. And then on Sunday, my family, we all went to like bottomless mimosa brunch. And you were only using a buffet brunch. You were using the wheelchair or the cane? The wheelchair. Yeah. Ah, the wheelchair. Okay. And then people just got food for me, which is okay. very hard for me because I love a buffet and I yes. want to walk the line. But right. It's all right. But they did me well. They took care of me. But it was a Beatles band. Yeah. Cover band. Bottomless Mimosa brunch buffet. 
like all my favorite things. It's like, I thought this is the one you did for your mom or for some other, for my birthday in April. Yeah. No, that was different. That was on the beach. It was on the beach and it was also a Beatles brunch, right? Bottomless mimosa, but you have to buy your own food. So it was different. Okay. Okay. So on Sunday, but different. Yeah. So three days later, so I had either been like high on Vicodin or high on, you know, my, my uh, Edibles. edibles, until Sunday. Sunday, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to be sober because I'm going to be drinking today. So, of course, like the pain was greater, but it was still manageable. And we get there and we grub and we eat. And when we're about to leave, like I wanted to see the band. So my nephew wheeled me, you know, towards that part of the restaurant and Mm -hmm. the bartender lifted up the sidebar and he was like, come back here. And he let me like scoot in there so I can have a closer look at the at the bar i'm telling you everybody that's a little bit nice to me i'm like i love you now it's like a <laughs> quarantine thing i'm like maybe yeah. we need to be married maybe yeah. we should be together because you were nice to me for one second there but you yeah go. so and that's and then i shared a video with the both of you from that day yeah that was intense which i was very oh good in pain and also drunk and so I guess I was laying down in bed at one point and I don't remember this, but I was singing to myself and my sister caught me singing. You don't know how it feels, <laughs> which was like just such the appropriate song for the moment. But yeah, I'm, I'm fine and I feel good. And I, I've gone to physical therapy my first yeah, time. How was and that? He to- well, he told me I have. OK, so first, first I sit down and it's this old crotchety man. He's like, oh. The Grinch or not the Grinch. What's the um, a Christmas story? What's his name? Oh, uh, fuck. Not Bob. Rath. Yeah. He's like Ebenezer. 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 Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Jesus. Ebenezer. He's like Ebenezer. He's like this old dude that just white hair he's, and just he's you your know. PT person. He's the doctor in the oh. office. So, oh, so I oh. walk in and he we sit down and he's like, what are you doing to yourself? What happened? How did this happen to you? And I was like, I don't know. I was just working out, but it's a recurring injury. You know, saying my and he's like, this can never happen again. Why are you doing these exercises that are pivot or but he's like, you should never be doing this, 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 oh. this. And he's oh. like, do you want to become the youngest person ever to need knee, uh, knee replacement surgery? And I was like, no. And he's like, then you need to you need to shape up and you need to stop doing these things that oh. that hurt your knee. OK, and I was like, OK. <laughs> But I actually really liked it. I liked that he was just to the point and he's like, why are you being stupid? Like you basically did this to yourself. Oh, you know, you're just trying so to take words. care of yourself, though. Well, no, but in, in so many words, but it's true. Like, but but after my first surgery, nobody fucking told me that I shouldn't be doing certain sports or I should. Right. Nobody said anything. So, you know, anybody listening that has certain reoccurring injuries you know, and I told him I was doing an online workout because of the quarantine because I couldn't go to the Y and ride the bike like I normally do or whatever. And he was like, yeah, none of those online workouts are good for you. Oh, like, any of them. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay. okay, Ebenezer, Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. So um, but then but then when I showed him my range of motion and it was it's only been a week since my surgery, he said it looks he's like, oh, wow, you look really good. You're going to do fine. Your your recovery is going to be fine. But moving forward, you cannot do any of the of those things anymore wow okay but what i forgot to tell him was uh the main time that i hurt my knee or whatever is dancing (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not even like I'm playing one-on-one b-ball. It's right. like, you know, I'm doing my own unique moves. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't do that anymore <laughs> or that. Yeah. None of that. <laughs> so this At is really parties days before MRIs. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, at Limber's wedding, I'm going to be breaking it down. Are you kidding me? It's uh, well, OK, even if you don't get married where you think you're going to get married, I'm going to be dancing somewhere. Well, I wanted to <laughs> tell you, uh, I don't want to jinx it, but we're going to move our ceremony outside and okay. in, in the mission. Cool. Fuck City Hall. I have bad memories of City Hall. I know. Do you want to know where? But I also have beautiful memories of City Hall and it would be beautiful there. But, the, yeah. but you know, I'm happy to say fuck City Hall. Yes, I'd like to know where. Yes, please is do. It? Oh, oh, I'm not even well, going to guess because. Well, we'll see. Like I said, like we, don't, I... we don't know this for sure. No, <laughs> uh, the back patio casements. Oh, oh, she will make it so fucking beautiful. Yeah, <gasps> she'll make yeah. it really beautiful. Yeah. So we'll see. We we hope it's gonna work out. We saw we went there last week and we were sitting back there and I just looked at I was gonna call him Ron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. I don't know who Ron is, except my best friend's husband. Okay. Uh a little creepy. Yeah, that's weird. Um I sat back there, I'm like, I think we should get married here. <laughs> this makes the most sense. Um, so we'll see if that works out. I love it. It's, it's enough space and their patio is awesome. They have it's that all these- big, huh? Like, 50 yeah. People? Uh, yeah, they, well, the mission is a special neighborhood for you guys too. It's where you met. Exactly. Where you lived. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're hoping that works out. So yeah, that's I even know. better. Cause then I, I can f- have one of their old, uh, old fashions right before the ceremony. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. They oh, make gosh. a good old fashioned. Yeah. That's only going to be the ceremony. And I think we're just going to head out right after that and go to cocktail hour. So and we're closer to all the bars. Correct. To everything we're doing. It just yep. makes sense. It just makes sense. Fuck City Hall. I know. Well, it depends. But anyways, no, that me. would be beautiful, too. But, you know, it's just sort of like, fuck you. Yeah, a little bit. Um, let's see. Yeah. So anyways, I think we should talk about the recall while we're on this note really quickly. And I just want to say September 14th, which is a Tuesday, is the date that you need to turn in your ballot. If you haven't received it yet, fucking ask because my mom got hers. I'm waiting for mine. Um, I'm hoping you vote no on the recall, but there are still um, there's at least one Democratic option that I know of because I got texted by him and I'm going to look into him. I I got one, too. Just so you know. Voting no on the recall and voting for someone, it doesn't counterbalance like you can vote no on the recall. And but you should also vote for someone because that count that vote does not cancel your no recall vote. It just says that you have a say if somebody's in the running. And right. that's very, very fucking important. So the text that I got was from Kevin Pafrath, who I don't know anything about, but he calls himself a JFK Democrat. I don't know. I got that text, too. I'm going to look. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to look into it because we have to vote for someone, even though we're voting. No, we should also vote for someone. There's a bunch of folks like, you know, we, we kind of follow certain people and obviously politics are all Tell me the same because yeah, no, we I don't know. know. We're just like, who's the number two? We don't even know. No yeah. one's like pushing for a number two. So. But I just want to stress the importance of this vote because a lot of people are so exhausted and can't even bother. And I get it. But 
you this, have to. This recall, not only is it going to cost millions of dollars that we just, we technically we have to spend on it, but we could spend on so many better things at this moment. Yep. Yep. And it's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. Gavin, sorry, was never my number one choice for anything, but I think he's doing a good job. And I think this recall is just a rep- Republican bullshit. It is. And it's it's them to try to kind of show their balls, you know? Yeah. Well, and I don't want to see let's their balls. Show them that they don't have any fucking balls because right. they don't. And they, they keep trying to, to, to say that they do. And this is just another way that they're trying to prove it. So, well, it's a and big truck show. It's a big yes. truck monster truck show. Yes. And it's costing other, us millions of dollars. The other side of this, too, is that there is actually an election next year, uh, <laughs> yeah. which, Can we? which that's yeah. that's how you if you don't like Gavin Newsom now, just wait a full year, which let's have the same person in office that we've had, even if you don't like them, but let's be at least consistent with who's in there and policies next year. It's a full blown election. So you can vote, you can canvas, you can do whatever the hell you want. Um, but this one's bullshit. We all know it, but you still have to vote. And, um, our friend have to, everybody's fucking we're worried that everybody's sitting this out because nobody votes on special elections, right? Except for these fucking high fee, uh, Trumpian Republicans. Yes. So you the, cannot the let them. This is not their state. It is not. Correct. And um, I was going to say our friend Brooke S. Stewart posted something like nine reasons why you vote no in the recall, even if you hate Gavin Newsom. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, that is exactly the thing. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Like it has. And, and that's one thing that I appreciate about this Kevin Paffrath. I'm not saying I'm going to vote for him. But when I when I clicked on his link, it was like, even if you don't agree with the recall, you still need to vote for someone. Basically, it was along those lines. And right. I like, OK, I respect that. He's not coming out saying like Gavin Newsom has ruined everything because right. it's not true. Right. It's not right. Look at um, our numbers. Look at everyone else's. That's not the truth. Correct. He's not my favorite, but, you know, nor mine. Um, but still. I, yeah. I have to share a really quick and funny story because it's something that happened during the 600th week, weekend, well, 24 hours. So Ange has never seen the manager of the Giants. And I I, sad <laughs> elder lifestyle these yeah. days. And you're not a Giants fan and, you know, whatever. Hey, I love and respect them, but I'm not you Wait. or Char. Well, I'm you and Char are diehard. Sure. Giants uh, but so, um, so anyways, I was getting ready for the 600th and, and Andrew sitting out in our, our living room and chatting with my fiance. And then all of a sudden Gabe Kapler came on and, Ange freaked out and like took a picture of him sitting and giving us press conference or whatever. And so his we're, hands were huge, large, yes, large and in charge. Big fan of hands. I think hands are so underrated. Like, oh, he has beautiful eyes. He has the. Show me the hands. <laughs> so she took anyway, this photo. It's the only photo I took in San Francisco in my 24 right, hours there. Right. One photo and it was of a TV screen. So um, <laughs> so that happened so late. Was it this last last week? It was last week. Yes. Uh, yes, because it was right before it was on the 11th. It was the day before my surgery and I was having a pleasant lunch with my friends and limber not only calls me, but texts me 
please call me. And I thought that Char was dead. I was like, Char's dead. Char's dead. Thank you. You're welcome. You're scaring me in the middle of my pleasant lunch. So like I was saying earlier in the show, I'm like, I'm drinking chais. I'm going around. So I end up at this place I haven't been to, been to in a minute. It's called Flywheel Coffee. It's in Upper Heights on Stanion across from Golden Gate Park at the entrance. And I'm, I'm sitting and enjoying my morning and man, their chai tea latte is delicious. I think they have turmeric mm. in it or something. It's like kind of the best I've had so far. Okay. This guy rolls up on an electric scooter. You know how much I love that <laughs> on the sidewalks because it's not legal anywhere but the Embarcadero. If anyone's listening, it should not be on the sidewalk ever, ever, ever. I mean, remember, I almost got creamed by one coming out of the studio <laughs> and I was going to punch that couple anyways. So I look, I look up to see who this person is. It's fucking Gabe Kapler and he parks in front of the cafe and I, so there's also the door to the cafe, it's glass and it's open, you know, to let air come in and out. So he parks it right on the other side of the door. And this is my face. No one's gonna be able to see it while they're listening, but I'm like, yeah, dreamy. Oh, and I'm like, (laughs) yeah. And, uh, mouth gape, mouth, yeah, agape. mouth, mouth agape. Oh, like that time like, that uh, the V Diggs was on, and yes, we didn't know your camera was on. Yeah, hey, I was new to Zoom, I didn't know he could see me, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, and this is what I actually said, Gabe Kepler, and Jeff's like, his name's Kepler, by the way, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I said, Gabe Kepler, Ke- Ke- and he's like, yeah, I'm Gabe, what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Aaron. <laughs> And I was, and then he's like, oh, nice to meet you. And I was like, I'm just a real big fan. (laughs) And Jeff's like, of what? And I'm like, does it matter? Of his existence. Of everything about him. Of the fact that he exists. Yes. And he's like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, it's really cool to see you in the neighborhood. I mean, that's all I said. And he's like, thank you. And then he went in and got a coffee and never came out because he probably thought I was a stalker. So anyways, that's my Gabe Kepler slash Kepler news oh everybody God. i know what a door i wish that was us I, I wish that happened with all three of us together and, no and Shar, right after she proceeded to te- try to call me and text me and i told my friends like she never does this i'm scared i thought you were Shar was dead well, of all people how come i'm the one that's well because it's just us three or it could have been <laughs> jeff i guess i just thought it was Shar. i don't know got really scared yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. I could not so believe the next you time, rolled up. Yeah, you but the next rolled, time literally rolled up. you need me to talk to you and it's urgent but exciting, you're going to say, face. I'll please, put happy no, face. I said, please call me. No one's dead. I said, next time you oh. text me, please call me. No one's dead. True. Okay. I'm, I know it's traumatic. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I had a lot of fucking trauma these days. I know. You gotta I know. be careful <laughs> when you're like, please call me. And like everyone has died in San Francisco. Right. Everyone's <laughs> dead. Everyone died. It's just me. Uh, all of San Francisco is gone. Yeah. yeah. It's like life as we know it is over. No, I wish that I, I, if he had come back out, I would just want to be like, I really appreciate like how much you support your players and Black Lives Matter last year. And like, thanks for being super cool and getting me back into baseball. And I really like your glasses when you wear them inside the duck. And can we like compare hands? I know. Jeff's like, why didn't you tell me to do a podcast? I'm like, uh, I already made a fool of myself. I couldn't be like, oh, can you be on my podcast, by the way? Anyways, that's my Gabe Kapler story. Google him. That's well, all. on that note, uh, I did go to an Angels game. 
Oh, that's right. Yes. uh, I was trying to find fun things for us to do with my mom that weren't, you know, very physical. And I was like, oh, this is nice seats at at a baseball game. And we're right, you know, we're like 15 minutes away from the Angel Stadium. So the funny thing about this game was, um, the Astros, this drama with the Astros cheating last year. Oh, was it last uh, year, uh, eight, nineteen, a couple years ago. Yeah, was it nineteen? Yeah. Okay, so there uh, apparently there's this drama, right? Which oh, I'm yeah. not this big follower that you guys are. Yeah, maybe I knew about it at the time, but I Altuve. I've yeah. had too much. Yeah, so um, there's this all one the booing, player, right? All there's the this booing. one player from Altuve. the Blue Jays. Oh, it wasn't Altuve. He Blue Jays, Toronto. They were playing Toronto. The Angels versus Toronto. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And so this one player on the Blue Jays comes up and everybody starts booing. And we were asking, like, why? Why are we booing? And someone was like, oh, he was on the Astros. And and I was like, oh, okay." So then I chimed in and I'm like, boo. And then when everybody was quiet, I yelled, cheater. I did it every time he was up. And it was so much fun. And I didn't know anything about it. I could give a fuck. But it was really fun. And I just missed being at games for that kind of reason. You yeah. Know? Just to yeah. be obnoxious. And I remember when we went to a game and we were obnoxious and we were told to sit down because we couldn't stand in our seats. Uh, and I had to drive you home in your brand new car. And I yeah. peed in that planter right outside of McDonald's. You did. I just sat in the planter. I didn't. You didn't pee? that time that we were driving from uh, Slice House. We were drinking in the. Street. You mean walking, and then the cop was and like, and the cop uh, right as Limber goes to <laughs> sip her flask, the cop drives by. Yeah, motherfucker. That's just your goddamn luck. I don't yeah, know. but now it's legal, so it doesn't matter. Uh, to drink also, on the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can walk and have a drink. We did it last night. By the way, we stopped into Zam Zam, and Kundan hey. says hello. She's been listening she to there? our show. Oh yeah, she's been listening. Shut to our- up. Like, how's Ange? She's like, I'm so glad you got that dress off. She's like, I've had something similar happen. I'm like, oh, God, people are listening. That's that's funny and scary. I know. I don't know. I don't know if it's weirder when a stranger knows something about you or an actual friend that you probably should have talked to about normal things that knows things about you because of the show. I think I've said it before. It's like I just I always just kind of move along like I think nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. So we just talk yeah. about all these things and then these, you know, random friends or people come up to us and then just start talking about a bunch of stuff that we talked about. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, wow. Somebody <laughs> yeah. actually was well, paying attention to things well, that we said. <laughs> well, now that I know, Kundan, I love you. And yeah. I hope you're, I hope you're doing your continuing with your art. And uh, she yeah, is. let's go she visit is. her next time I'm in town. Duh. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. That's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to tell you guys, um, but I think that's going to wrap our basic up unless there's anything else. Do we want to do a moment of pleasure or are we just. Wrap <gasps> oh, it up? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Go right. Ahead. OK, moment of pleasure. You started it. So I've been saying I actually was one. Well, I have one because I've been I've uh, I'm tying it into I think that was our last moment of pleasure because uh, <laughs> it's so random. I woke up one morning and was just like, dude, I got to text Aaron and Ange or should I just save it? So I'm saving it for moment of pleasure. It's the most weirdest random dream that ever occurred on earth, (laughs) but it involved the three of us. Yes. So I fell asleep watching um, the movie, Shall We Dance with Jennifer Lopez and Richard Gere. 
Oh, oh my she's God. a ballroom dancer. I watched yes. it recently because of my Which, mom. She loves well, rom coms. Yeah. Right. And, and Richard so I Gere. Was, I, I, and yeah, Susan Sarandon and Bobby. It's Cameron a really good Valet. movie, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it's, anyway, yeah. I, so <laughs> I watched actually. I watched this movie, and I guess me falling asleep to a Jennifer Lopez movie with Jennifer Lopez's Benifer, because of Benifer. I had a dream. <laughs> The, the three of us randomly started hanging out with Jennifer Lopez <laughs> and we're with J-Lo and we go to J-Lo's house and then she goes, she goes, oh, Ben's right there and he's hanging out in a hot tub. Not oh. the tattoo, not the back tattoo with his shirt off. With the bad uh, no, I didn't see a bad I didn't see a bad tattoo. None of that oh. occurred. But I don't know where Aaron went. I think Aaron went to go hang out with J Lo somewhere. Yeah. But, and was just like, dude, we gotta do something. We gotta do go something. In the hot we gotta hang out with Ben. He's right there. He's right there. We gotta so I we would do start that. Yeah. sitting down and we have like a long conversation with Ben Affleck in a hot tub. And then I wake up. Uh, <laughs> oh damn it. <laughs> So I have no idea. It's so random, but it was so stupid. And I was like, of course I would dream about the three of us hanging out with Benefer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's been topical. It's been topical. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's a, uh, that's the funny moment of the week. The moment of pleasure of the week. I love it. That's a great dream. I wish I had dreams like that. Well, I have to think of other things to get my mind off of the other mind Olympic games that I play yes, at home. The mind Olympics. <laughs> Correct. And what's your moment of pleasure? Do you have well, one? Oh, mine. Yes, I, I didn't. I forgot about it. But it, today I will just say, which is the reason why I'm late. I was late for our recording is um, my sister who's in town to take care of shit. Well, after I had my surgery, she's leaving tomorrow. So we're like, we got to go to our favorite bar, you know, for happy hour. Uh, so um we went to our favorite dive bar which i will definitely take you guys to and um <laughs> when i walked in the bartender was like oh welcome back he fucking remembered me because i went there the night before disneyland with richard the curse oh right you guys videos of us yes. playing, playing yes. the, that same cool bar yeah. the bartender remembered us from that over one month ago which is is funny but also, I was like, well, I guess, you know, maybe we left him an impression. But then I looked at the pictures of us one month ago. I was wearing the same goddamn tank top. <laughs> maybe it was that. And then I was embarrassed that I just wear the same thing every day. I mean, obviously, it's been washed since then. But so we go in and the bartender remembered me and we fucking vibe this dude. His name's Jamie. He's fucking cool as fuck. And we were talking to him all the whole time. And that's why it was late for our recording. Oh, okay. And now I have a local bartender, which you guys know, that's sort of my thing is like, I, I don't like anything fancy. I don't like, I just like having a dive bar with my local bartender that I can just go shoot the shit. Maybe shoot pool, maybe go leave for an hour and just like get away from my fucking yes. bubble. Yeah. So now I have that and I'm really excited. So. Hey, shout out to Jamie. And that's why I was there a little longer because Aunt and I were having fun shooting the shit with them. So. Good. Did you shoot pool or no? Not with your name. No, right we were just sitting at the bar. Well, I could have. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was just shooting and sit down, but it, we were just 
having a good time sitting at the bar and it's so nice to sit at a bar and we purposely went during the day not at night because i don't want to be around crowds this delta variant is no joke no joke no um i i just i i I found out about one more person that i you know a a parent a friend's parent that passed away who was vaccinated but had Uh heart uh prior heart conditions so yeah, it's it's no joke. I'm not playing around and the bar was empty and it was perfect. So, mm. yeah. so that's it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, my moment of pleasure, I think uh, we just watched um, When Harry Met Sally. Oh, I haven't wow. watched that in a minute. Yes, yeah. it still actually holds up. I mean, there's some questionable lines, but it was 1989. So but Bruno it was so Kirby, good. I know. And what's her face? Leah, Princess Leah, RIP, both of right. them. Yeah. It's really sad, but yeah. Epic. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. That's, so that's good. A, that's a common, uh, that's on rotation in this house. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can tell Ange has to pee, so I'm going to wrap <laughs> it up. That's uh, our basic bitch. I don't, 604, 603, something like that. Anyways, thanks for listening. And if you haven't listened to 600, 601, or 602, uh, I highly encourage it. Do it. Treat yourself. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lynn. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show is edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.